The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, and welcome. This is uh, The On Point with Victor Show. You are tuned into the America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz, uh, your Mexican, not afraid to be American. Not afraid, folks, not afraid at all. So I have to come in here today and sit behind this microphone and do something that I I don't have to do very often, but I'm going to have to do it today. Uh I, I, I was wrong. <laughs> this doesn't happen often, folks. <laughs> See, even producer Brett, no way. <laughs> uh, yes, I was wrong about Nikki Haley. Uh, she actually stayed in and took the shellacking like a dude. <laughs> I mean, she took a shellacking in, in South Carolina. And don't give me this 40% BS. I know the media's out there. Haley's out there pushing this 40% BS and the media's pushing it. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, the South Carolina primary was an open primary. Haley actively campaigned to Democrats. She sent out um, mailers to Democrats saying, you know, you are eligible to to vote in the primary, the Republican primary. I, I As far as I know, she sent things to Democrats, to Green Party members, any anybody that was out there that she thought she could get. Uh, any anti-Trump vote, she was trying to get them to the polls in South Carolina. Now, how many uh, were those votes? I, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping they can break them down. Yes. So, <clears throat> producer think, Brett is going to chime in. Very. Do you think that maybe Nikki Haley is sticking around because she's waiting to see what might happen legally to Donald Trump? Oh, I think that's part of it, and I'm going to get to that today because, and that's part of my reason that I think. I know why she's staying in. Um, one is the money that they're throwing at her feet. Uh, one is the establishment is filling her head full of, full of, uh, grandiose ideas that she's going to be president and, and how much they love her. And then you've got the Democrats and the media that are filling her head with how much they love her, which is the fact that Nikki Haley fell for this. She's way too smart to fall for this. So I, it must be that. Maybe in the back of her head, she thinks that somehow Trump's not going to be the nominee. But I and and so maybe she's staying in. But staying in doesn't guarantee her the nomination if Trump were to drop out. Let's say hypothetically, let's just say. Now I don't think he's going to do it. Uh, I would. I will sit here and tell you right now, folks. If they could put Trump in jail and he would still campaign from cell block C and probably win the presidency. <laughs> but um, I don't think it's going to happen. But um, but let's just say if something ha- if something did happen and Trump said, you know what, I'm done with this. You people are sick. Uh, I- I'm not wasting my time anymore with you people. Uh, I'm dropping out. If he were to do that, it wouldn't go automatically go to to Haley. It would go to the convention and and more than likely go to the convention because I don't they just can't make the changes on the ballots and everything. So you get to the convention and you, the electors are going to choose the nominee. And right now, if you look at the most of the polling and questions that they've asked of, of most of the Trump supporters and the electors and everybody, um, Ron DeSantis is still seems to be the number one choice. Um, so I think you would probably see 
you'd probably see a fight at the at the or a good competition, I guess, in the in the convention. But I don't think Nikki Haley would get it, and which is why I'm so surprised she's done what she's done. I'm so surprised that she's listened so much to the establishment, because look, the establishment, yeah, they have a lot of influence, and they have the donors and they have the money. But they don't have total control of the party, which is why Trump still is the de facto leader of the party. And when you come down to to the the people who participate, the 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 most vigorous participators. Let me put it that way: the most vigorous participators in the primary are a whole lot of Trump supporters, and you're not going to divorce these supporters from Trump. So if Trump were to do something like that, you're going to have these people pushing for somebody like Ron DeSantis. That's going to be their first choice. We we know this through every almost every poll that's been done or every question that's been done of a of a um, Trump supporter. Ron DeSantis has always been their second choice, and and rising rapidly is Vivek Ramaswamy. So don't be surprised if you see Vivek make a play uh, at the convention if Trump were to drop out. Uh, but I don't think it would be Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley has burned so many bridges right now, and this is why I'm so amazed that she listened to the establishment goofballs and that she listened to the donors and she let them use her as this pawn. And I, I am more surprised that Nikki Haley, as smart as she is, and ladies and gentlemen, she is a smart lady. Listen, I am man enough and big enough to tell you, and I'm, I'm also not going to lie to you guys. I, I would never lie to my listeners. The bond that I have and building with my listeners is amazing. You listeners are great all over this country. I can't thank you enough. So I'm not going to lie to you. I'm always going to give you my my what I truly believe in my heart. Uh, some of you disagree with it. Some of you do agree with it. Some of it makes you, some people get mad at me. Some people don't. Uh, but I'm going to always be honest with you, and hopefully you appreciate that. Um, but I, Nikki Haley is not a dumb lady. She's a smart lady. Nikki Haley is is mostly a conservative lady. She she really uh, is not a, an establishment lady up until she ran for president. Now. Yeah, she, she's playing footsies with the establishment. She, she believed the establishment. She listened to him. She, she took the donor money, loves the donor money. And unfortunately, um, that has jaded her, in my opinion. And, and, but along the way here, uh, she's burning bridges with, with so many Republican voters. And that's not a good thing to do when you want the nomination. Um, especially if you think Trump's not going to make it. I don't see how Nikki Haley can do what she's done and think that people are going to run to her because they're not. They won't do it. They'll go to Vivek Ramaswamy before they go to her. <laughs> they're going to go to Ron DeSantis before they go to her. So the convention would be something to see if that were to happen, if Trump were to drop out. Uh, but I will tell you right now, it would not be Nikki Haley. I just don't think that people are going to coalesce behind her. She's burned too many bridges. Um, and I, I know the donors. The donors would do everything they could. But ultimately, the people have the, the, the last voice. The people have the, the choice. The people are going to make the choice. Uh, and if you want to be part of that choice, then you get your butt out and vote in the primaries. Super Tuesday is, is I think, two weeks away or less. And when Super Tuesday comes up, you've got a plethora of states that vote on Super Tuesday. So if you want to participate in this process, and you should, uh, look, I, I think Trump's got it. But if you if you think somebody's better than Trump, then you get off your butt and you go to your your state's primary and you vote. Um, that's the only thing you you put your skin in the game. But you also got to realize that this isn't a battle 
just between Trump and Nikki Haley or or Trump and, and the dementia patient Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom, because let's face it, there is a better chance. And, and this is what Nikki Haley should understand. There is a far better chance that Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee for the Democrats by the time August gets here. There is a far better chance that Joe Biden will not be the nominee for the Democrat Party. Far better chance that that's going to happen than than Trump not being the nominee for the Republican Party. I can tell you, folks, <laughs> like I said, uh, if he has to campaign from cell block C, I think Trump would do it. I think he would. And that ought to tell you something, folks. It ought to tell you something. Donald Trump, for all of his uh, character flaws or 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 attitude, whatever you have, whatever problem you have with Trump, understand this. You don't have a problem with his policies. Ask anybody. Talk to not Democrats. They're not going to vote for Nikki Haley. That's the other thing. Nikki Haley asking these Democrats and fawning and, and believing and buying into this, this, all this love that the Democrats throw to her. Let me remind you, the Democrats did the same thing to John McCain. The Democrats did the same thing to Mitt Romney. But as soon as John McCain got the nomination for the Republican Party, he was suddenly a racist and an evil bad man. And then when Romney got the nomination, suddenly he was an evil racist and a, and a, uh, misogynist. And tied dogs to his roof of his car. That is the kind of stuff that these Democrats do. That's the people that they are. And Nikki Haley, for you to believe one second that any of these Democrats would vote for you? No. As soon as you, if, if Nikki Haley were to secure the nomination for the Republican Party, they would turn on her as fast as they turned on Sarah Palin. You think Sarah Palin got it bad from the Democrats? You think Trump is getting it bad from the Democrats? They would be far worse to Nikki Haley because they think she might be a bigger threat. They would be horrible with her. Suddenly, she's going to be a racist. She's going to be against her Indian people. She's going to be against her religion because they're going to say, oh, she converted and left Hinduism. She's against her brownness. She's trying to be white. She's trying. They would come at her with all of those things I just mentioned and then some. It would be awful what they would do to Nikki Haley. They're not your friend, Nikki, and you should have been smarter than this. And I thought you were because I know you're not a dumb lady. I know you're not. You're a smart lady, and you had some really good conservative ideas until you decided that uh, you wanted to take the money from the donors and believe uh, the establishment and, and, and go after Trump. And you sound like a Democrat now, which is another reason that many Republicans wouldn't vote for you. Now, I'm not saying if you get the nomination, they wouldn't vote for you. If you secured it, hey, I'll be the first to get in line to vote for you. But I don't think you're going to get the nomination because I don't think I think you burned too many bridges. But but anyway, you got to understand this is this is what the Democrats do. They will jump on board because now they fear Trump. Now they think they've gone too far, which is what I always told the Democrats. Be careful what you wish for, because they thought Donald Trump would be so easy to beat. And now Donald Trump isn't so easy to beat because Joe Biden and the Democrats have taken our economy and run it into the ground. They've taken foreign policy and run it into the ground. They've got us on the brink of I don't know how many wars, including on the brink of a major war that could go nuclear, uh, that could turn into a world war. This is what the Democrats have done. They've destroyed the border. I'll get to the story of the Athens girl who's got, who got bludgeoned to death by a Venezuelan criminal of which Biden and the Democrats knew that this was a criminal. They knew he was a criminal, but they let him stay here. Why? Your question should be why? Why? I, I'll get to that in a few, but, um, 
But as far as Nikki Haley, you got to understand these Democrats, they don't like you. They would never vote for you. They're just playing a politics because now they fear Trump. So now they think, well, let's get Nikki Haley in there. Let's let's cause. And they don't even really think they can get Nikki Haley to be the nominee. And they don't really want her to be the nominee. I don't think it's if you believe their press, um, they think Nikki Haley will win by these margins and blah, 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 um, which is not entirely true. But, you know, who knows? But um, she would probably be a decent candidate. But the Democrats aren't doing what they're doing to make Nikki the candidate, the, the, the nominee. They're, they're doing what they're doing to try to cause Donald Trump to go bankrupt. See, if Nikki Haley stays in the race, Donald Trump has to spend money against her. This is what they're thinking. Uh, Donald Trump should ignore Nikki Haley completely, completely should ignore her. And just this is a general election right now. It's the earliest that you could start. And Donald Trump should turn all of his attention to the Democrats and to the dementia patient. And he ought to turn his attention to Gavin Newsom because, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think Gavin Newsom is making a play for this nomination, you're out of your mind. And I'll tell you, he's doing two things. Gavin Newsom is is making a – he's really making a play for 2028. But what he's doing in the process of making the play for 2028 is letting everybody see, I'm okay to step in, though, for 2024 should you need me to. And that's what the Democrats want. They just can't get rid of Kamala. They can't figure out a way to get to drop Kamala Harris. And that's Joe Biden's insurance plan. <laughs> so, but, uh, I know I'm jumping around here a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, but, but here's, 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 here's what I want to tell you. And here's what I want you to think about for any of you people that are still anti-Trump or you're against Trump or you just don't like Trump and blah, blah, blah. Think about this. Think about this. Your bigger fight is how to take this country back away from the progressive Democrats, the communist Democrats, the socialist Democrats. And yes, today's Democrat Party are all the things I mentioned in one bag. They're authoritarian. They're commie lovers. They're socialist loving. And and they are um, progressive. And progressivism today in the terms of the Democrats, progressivism means or is synonymous with socialism, with Marxism, with communism, and with authoritarianism. It's a Democrat party that wants to tell you what to eat. It's a Democrat party that wants to tell you what kind of washing machine you can have. It's a Democrat party that wants to tell you what kind of vehicle you can drive. It's a Democrat party that tells you what kind of hot water heater you can have. It's the Democrat party trying to tell you what kind of dishwasher to have. It's the Democrat party telling you you can't have a gas stove. It's the Democrat party that's constantly telling you that they want to control every aspect of your life. That's authoritarian. That, my friends, is authoritarian. So progressivism, authoritarianism, communism, Marxism, socialism, it's all in today's Democrat bag. So for you people out there who just can't take Donald Trump, oh, orange man, bad, you need to look and listen to what I'm telling you. You may not like Trump's tactics. You may buy into, oh, he's mean. Oh, he has no character. Please, show me a politician that has... uh a lot of character. <laughs> I know there are some good ones out there, folks, but not many. Not many. Um, but the fact of the matter is, any Repub- so-called Republican that I talk to, and I talk to a lot, folks. I talk to a lot. I travel a lot, and I talk to a lot. And a lot of Republicans that I talk to, 
They tell me, oh, his character. Oh, he, they told me he was racist, which is not true. Oh, they told, I, I believe he's mean. Oh, he doesn't have the demeanor. Oh, he's just not presidential. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But not one time, not one time can a so-called independent voter or a so-called Republican voter, not once can they tell me, oh, I didn't like his policy. He had a bad tax policy. He had bad foreign policy. He had bad domestic policy. He did this. Not one voter can tell me one bad policy from Donald J. Trump in his first term. They only cite character problems and this and that. They cite Democrat talking points or they cite this ridiculous things they hear in the media or they just generally think that he's just not presidential because he's a New Yorker. These are the things I not one time, not once have I heard a again, a Republican voter or an independent voter who leans conservative or libertarian. Not one time have they had any policy issue with Donald Trump. They only talk about the uh, the emotional issues. And ladies and gentlemen, if you go into the voting polls in November or you sit at home and sit this one out because you can't bring yourself to vote for Trump. Then you really need to look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you going to just sit back and allow the Democrats to continue to destroy this country? Are you going to sit back and allow the Democrats to continue to have an open border? Because if you think the border is bad now, if you think if you think it's bad right now with the Venezuelan criminals killing college, 20 year old college students. And now there's another Venezuela. I'm pretty sure he's Venezuelan. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't verified it yet, but it's another illegal that was just arrested for uh, some, I believe, uh, abusing a child. And watch, this guy's probably going to be from Venezuela as well. If you think it's bad now, you go ahead and sit back and allow the Democrats to win in November. And you wait and see what happens to that border. Because they are never, the Democrat Party will never secure the border because what is happening right now is exactly what they plan on happening. The Democrats don't do anything without knowing the concept, well, without planning and, ex, and, and ex, with an ex, the, a level of, of, uh, what am I trying to say? My goodness, I sound like Joe Biden. But the Democrats don't do these things without knowing some of the consequences and, and being okay with a degree, a level of degree of the consequences. If you think that Biden and the Democrats didn't know that this, this criminal Venezuelan illegal, yes, illegal, if you think they didn't know his, he had a rap sheet longer than Joe Biden's ice cream list, they knew. They knew the people in New York knew the Democrats in New York knew because they arrested the guy and let him go. They arrested the guy and let him go. They knew he had a rap sheet. They knew he had been arrested before. They knew this was a bad guy. They knew he was illegal. And listen, if you're going to let these people walk across the border and just send them all over the country willy nilly. Hey, remember, folks, remember 2020 when you were locked down? Who wasn't locked down? Illegals. They were getting to move around freely in this country wherever they wanted to go. But you were locked down. Don't ever forget that, folks. The Democrats did that to you. The Democrats did that to you. And now you've got illegal criminals. Because what did I tell you, Venezuela? What did I tell you they did? Because every despot throughout history has done this. They empty their prisons into the population to cause chaos. But what did Venezuela do? Venezuela emptied their prisons, their gang members, their criminals, 
and sent them right to the United States border and right into the U.S. And the Biden administration knew it and knows it. The Democrats knew it and they know it. And then this guy, this criminal douchebag illegal gets himself arrested in New York and they let him go. And they let him go before any ICE agent could come in and go, maybe we need to send this guy out of here because the Biden administration doesn't want to deport anybody of that criminal ilk. They knew. Now, let me tell you again, if you're going to let people come across the border and move around this country willy nilly and you catch them doing it, break, they commit a crime while here a second crime or third crime and you catch them and you see they've got a rap sheet not only while they've been in the United States they've got a rap sheet but they have a rap sheet they brought with them from the country of which they came they need to be immediately deported immediately deported but the Biden administration won't do that so why are they happy with letting criminals walk around and the crime that they're committing and that look at the Democrat cities that are riddled with crime now and some of this is rolling into red states why is this happening? Why are they letting it happen? Because creates chaos, folks. And when you create chaos, the population isn't paying attention to the goofballs in Washington. They're paying attention to their neighborhoods trying to survive, trying to survive. And then the Democrats, after causing the problem, they come running in and say, oh, well, gosh, that other guy caused the problem, but we're going to fix it. But in order to fix it, you've got to give us more of your money and you've got to give us your undying devotion and dependency you must vote for us in perpetuity. This is the way the Democrats operate. And you see, make no mistake on why all these illegals are being allowed here, folks. It's, I, I don't, you call it replacement. We call it whatever you want. But the reality of the situation is this is all about the census. The Democrats are doing this because of the census. When the census is done, ladies and gentlemen, they don't ask you if you're legal or illegal. They just count heads. And the Democrat Party needs more heads. They don't want you in this country, a citizen, to have babies or anything. They don't want that. Oh, no, you might raise that kid to be a a conservative, free-thinking, libertarian, or freedom-loving American. Can't have that. But they do want to bring in as many illegals as they can, put them all over. Notice, folks, notice. They are busing and planing, not... Governor Abbott, not Governor DeSantis, Joe Biden was busing and putting illegals on airplanes long before uh, Governor Abbott did it, long before DeSantis did it. They send these, they've been sending illegals to blue states. Why would they do that? Why would they send them to blue states? Because you, you know, I know a lot of conservatives will tell you, a lot of Republicans will say they're sending them to red states uh, because they want them to vote illegally. This isn't the big thing what they're doing, folks. It's not. And a lot of red states have have done things to secure their voting uh, rolls, which is the right thing to do. Um, you There should be no illegals voting, and, and states can do plenty to stop that, and some of them have been. But why would the Democrat president, the dementia patient, and his Democrat handlers, why would they actively be placing illegals in, in blue states all over the country? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they have Democrat congressional areas that need bodies. The only way you retain your congressional seats in a state and the way you obtain more congressional seats is when you have heads to count or heads to be counted by the census. Look, folks, California and New York have lost seats because so many Americans have left those states. 
They're tired of the liberal BS. They're tired of Democrat BS. They got sick of the lockdowns. The lockdowns woke a lot of people up. The Democrats, and I told you the Democrats would overplay their hands with this, and they did. So a lot of American citizens are leaving California. They're leaving New York. And what's happening? California loses one or two congressional seats. New York loses one or two congressional seats. They can't afford that. The Democrat Party will not stand by and lose congressional seats. So what do they do? They open the border and they allow millions of people to come through. And then they they bust them and plane them into blue areas. Why? So they can get heads counted in the census and get their house seats back. This is how it works, folks. And I don't... I don't hear in many, I don't think I've heard any other, um, talk show host, conservative host, or, or even in the media talk about this. I am telling you folks, this is what's going on. This is their number one agenda. It's not so much that they think illegals can vote. It's that they're getting them in so their heads will be counted during the census because the more heads you have, the more congressional seats you gain. And California, New York, they've lost congressional seats over the years. How do you get them back? Well, you just drop illegals in there, and then when the census comes around, they don't ask if you're illegal. They just want a head count. And the more bodies they count, the more congressional seats you get. This is why. And I will tell you, if you pay attention, there have been one or two Democrats that actually slipped up and told the truth on TV. On TV. I can't remember. There's a lady in, I believe, Chicago or Illinois somewhere who actually told the truth. She actually said, I, this is how stupid some of these Democrats are, folks. But this lady, this representative, she's a representative, and I can't remember. I think it was Illinois, but it was a blue state. And she actually looked at the interviewer, and probably because she didn't think anybody would see this other than the minions that vote for her. But she actually said, I don't understand. I don't understand why why, why my fellow Democrats, if any fellow Democrat would have a problem with, with the border being open, be, and I'm paraphrasing, and she said, because I need them people. I need those people. I need those people in my area for my district. She said it out loud, folks. If you just listen, if you just listen, these Democrats will screw up every now and then and they'll tell you the truth. So, I mean, folks, I, 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 I was talking about this before and she just validated my point. She just validated my point. So you got to understand what, why that border's open. So. I'll get to the, to the killing in Athens here in a little bit, but I, I want to get back and just, and just finish up the, 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 the talk here about, about Haley and Trump. And, and again, ask yourself, if you're out there and you're a so-called Republican voter, if you're an independent voter and you're leaning Republican or conservative, or if you're a libertarian and you're sick of the Democrats, you're sick of what they've done, you're sick of high prices, you're sick of gas prices going through the roof and they're going back up. I told you they would, and they are. Um, you're sick of the grocery, your, your grocery bill. You're sick of your rent going up. You're sick of, you can't buy a house. You can't, the, the Democrats, Joe Biden, the dementia patient of the Democrats are making your life hard. So if you're one who's tired of that and you're ready to vote for a Republican, but you're sitting back going, but I just don't like Trump, then you tell me, you tell me what's the policy of Trump you don't like? Because it's not Trump's attitude that's going to the White House that's going to affect you. It's not Trump's character going to the White House that's going to affect you. It's Trump's policies that are going to the White House that are going to affect you. Now, if you want more money in your wallet and you want a secure nation, you want a secure border, you want to crack down on crime, you want to bring taxes down, 
You want to bring your grocery bill down. You want gas to come down. You want United States to be strong and rich again. Well, then you better put your stupid emotions aside and vote on policy. Because I'm telling you, as I sit here now, Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. It's going to be Donald J. Trump. And the question is, the big question is, who's Trump going to be running against? Because, as I said before, there's a much bigger chance that uh, Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee for the Democrats. Look, I, I still think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee because I don't. Jill Biden is, going, is putting up a big fight. But I will tell you this. If the Democrats figure out a way to do it, they're going to push Biden away and they're going to bring in Gavin Newsom. Um, it's going to be something to watch, folks. So uh, keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. All right, folks, we got to take a break here. We're going to take a break at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Attention, veterans. America's Web Radio has a contest just for you. We are giving away an AR-15 style weapon to a lucky veteran. If you are a veteran or active duty, you can enter for a chance to win by submitting an entry form at americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. That's americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. Please read the official rules for more information. Good luck, and thank you for listening. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Advertise your product or service around the world on America's Web Radio for only $5 for a 30-second spot. You can send us your pre-recorded spot, or we can produce it from your copy. There is a minimum purchase of 20 spots. We will provide a confirmation of play affidavit at the conclusion of scheduled run. For more information, email gm at americaswebradio.com. That's gm at americaswebradio.com. This is a limited time offer, so don't delay. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderas with the On Point with Victor Show. <laughs> and this is the America's, <laughs> this is the America's Web Radio station you are tuned into. And I am the Mexican not afraid to be American. And uh, folks, listen, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And, and let me say this because I do get passionate. Um, but trust me, I'm never angry. I'm just right. Um, except about Nikki Haley, apparently. <laughs> I really thought she would not take a shellacking in her home state, but she sure did. She sure did. So, uh, boy, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, she's something. But, uh, uh, but let me, uh, let me tell you this, folks. Listen, as bad as it is, this is still the greatest country in the world. You have nothing to, to, uh, to, to put your head down. All you, all you voters out there and you Americans, you citizens uh, like me who are, who are really fed up with Joe Brandon Biden. Listen, I know he's causing many of you pain. I know it. I know many of you are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, but you're still in the greatest country in the world. You're in the land of the most opportunity, even with a bozo like uh, the dementia patient running this place. Um, you can still be the person you want to be. Uh, you just got to get out and do it. 
It might be a little harder right now. You might have to work a little harder, but you can do it because it's this country, because it's the United States. So don't ever forget that. Don't ever let yourself get too far down. I, I know I, I can get passionate and I, and I want to fire you guys up and I want you to, to, um, be ready to, to fight hard for November and to change course so we get rid of the Democrats and get rid of some establishment Republicans so we can really put this country back on its foundation of what this country is meant to be and what it can be. But even though we've got to do all that, don't ever forget you're in the greatest country in the world. You're in the greatest country on the planet, and uh, I don't care who's running it. I, I, I don't care who's running it. Um, don't let yourself get too down, folks. Listen, you don't need to be depressed over politics. You don't need to to be, have anxiety. Life is hard enough, and life is short, folks. Life is short. You could be gone tomorrow. You just don't know, so you better live your life each day. Live it each day, and don't live angry. Don't live angry. You guys can listen to me on my show and you can hear my passion and you can hear what I have to say. And, and, and you know, I want to fight hard uh, for freedom and for liberty. And I want to fight for the Constitution. I want to fight for this country. Um, but you'll also you're always going to hear me uh, laughing. You're going to see me smiling because I will not let politicians depress me. I won't let politicians cause me anxiety. I'm not going to let it happen, folks. Don't you ever give these politicians more power than they deserve. We give them enough power as it is. Don't give them the power to control your life. Listen, I know they're doing everything they can to control your life, but you can still, you can still go through. I'm just, trust me, folks. Life can be too short. Life can be short. Don't go through life angry. Don't go through life being mad at your neighbors or mad at family because they maybe they still like the dementia patient. It's not worth it. You just do what you can do to send the dementia, the dementia patient to his uh, retirement home. Um, what is it? Uh, the uh, I saw, oh my gosh, I saw a meme the other day, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Trump team put it out. And the Trump team, they need to keep doing stuff like this. And they, and they'll, they're, they're gonna be on their way to a landslide win, but they gotta keep, they got, and they need to start now. Um, keep putting this stuff out there, but somebody put, uh, uh, I think it was a Trump team, a meme out, and it was just showing the White House, but it had us, they put a sign in front of the White House that was the, uh, oh, what is that retirement home? You hear the, I can hear the song in my head, uh, something about the angels and the retirement home. Um, but, uh, my goodness, folks, that was funny. All right, folks, we had a, a listener chime in from, uh, I want to say Brookhaven, Georgia, um, who brought up a good point. He said, he goes, I voted for Trump in 2020 and I'll vote for Trump again. But this listener actually told me a policy that they didn't like from Donald Trump. So uh, kudos to you listeners. Kudos to this listener for, for having the, 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 um, the guts to, to, to send me this because uh, I, it's just, this is great. Um, and the, and the policy problem that they had with Trump was this China, China tariffs. Um, so, and I understand that. I do, I do. I, I do business, uh, in the manufacturing world. And, uh, and I know I, I talked to a lot of business owners on the manufacturing world that uh, were not happy with tariffs. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Trump's goal, and I don't know if he said this enough. I don't know if he said it at all. But I don't think the media would report it anyway. But remember this, when Trump is fighting with tariffs, he's using tariffs as a tool to get China in the, in control because China abuses the United States and, and, and they openly abuse the United States and the Democrats let him do it because the Democrats are getting rich off China, especially the Biden family. So when Trump fights with tariffs, 
Trump is not putting tariffs on China for for perpetuity. What Trump is doing is using tariffs as a weapon to get China under control because Trump's ultimate goal is free trade. And ladies and gentlemen, free trade to me, I think, is the way to go. Um, and, and, and here, and we got to go a step further, folks. This is where the fair tax comes into play. This is where the consumption tax, where you will hear me talk about this all the time. This is where the consumption tax will come into play. And this is where somebody like Donald Trump could actually probably make headway on getting the consumption tax to reality in this country. Because if you, if you want to fight China and, and they're, and, and the way they're taking advantage of the United States, you don't just do it with tariffs. You implement a consumption tax on the United States. Here in the United States, a consumption tax. We will become the world's haven for manufacturing. And then those tariffs can eventually, they're going to go away because China's not going to be able to keep up with us. Because we will be the tax haven of the world. We will be the manufacturing hub of the world. And, and that, ladies and gentlemen, you want to, and, and somebody needs to tell Trump, if you're, if you're with a Trump team, and I know some of you out there are, listen to me, you gotta tell him this. You gotta explain this to him. Trump's a smart guy. And if somebody would sit down and explain to him the fair tax, or the consumption tax, if somebody would explain this to him, I think he would run with it. Because Donald Trump wants manufacturing in this country. Donald Trump wants to pull stuff away from China, which we should. We should never be dependent on a communist nation, folks. Did did you learn nothing from the Chinese virus? Did you learn nothing from COVID? I mean, we had to depend on China for medicine. We're depending on China for medical equipment. We're depending on China for everything. That's ridiculous, folks. And all we've got to do is change our tax system, and we will become the manufacturing haven of the world. And then the the tariffs as a tool, using tariffs as a tool, they'll eventually go away, and you'll have free trade. And free trade, folks. With a strong United States and a consumption tax and manufacturing here, we, I mean, we, we will be the world leader for perpetuity. We, the dollar will be the main currency for perpetuity. Nobody, nobody will, will have the GDP that this country has. Uh, because you think we're good now. You implement a fair tax. You implement the consumption tax in this country. And you wait and see. You think the Dow's high now? It'll double under a consumption tax. Our manufacturing, everything, you don't, we won't have to subsidize for the CHIP Act, which made how many Democrat politicians rich? How rich did Pelosi get off the CHIPS Act? Because we're dumping money and subsidizing so that they can pretend to make a chip here in this country or two? I mean, folks, pay attention. Just pay attention. Uh, but there's better things to do and Trump could do it. So we'll see what happens now. Before I move off the Trump discussion, I will say this. Now, all the things I said uh, about Haley and, and she's not going to win and and this 40% BS they're talking about in South Carolina, uh, you got to understand a, a factor of that is Democrat votes that she was able to get. So it's not – she didn't get 40% of the Republicans. Um, she got a lot. And, again, this is where I'll put in my caveat. I Trump got – I mean – even if she, even if Haley got 40%, Trump got 60. Trump's the winner. Now, what I will say is a caution for Trump. Even, and, and again, 
Nikki Haley didn't get 40% of Republican vote. I don't know how much percentage was Democrat and hopefully we'll find out because we can, they can do analysis to see. They, they can't tell who voted, but they can tell what, you know, who, how many Democrats voted and blah, blah, blah. Um, they were able to do that in, uh, in New Hampshire and a whole lot of Democrats is the only reason Nikki Haley was at 38%. And even, and here's the way to look at this. Here's the way. The media is going to try to tell you, oh, Nikki Haley, oh, Donald Trump's in trouble. Blah, 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 Nikki Haley this, Nikki Haley that. No, it's quite the opposite. Even after Nikki Haley openly campaigned to Democrats and got Democrat votes, Donald Trump still trounced her. Donald Trump didn't win by two or three or four or five points. He won by 20 points. And he won by double digits in New Hampshire. And he won by double digits in in Illinois. I, I mean... He's still winning. He's still beating her, even though she's pulling over Democrat votes. So that's the one good. That's another. That's a good thing for Trump. Now, what I would say to Donald Trump and his team is, I would caution you: you're still not getting ninety percent of the Republican vote. You're not getting ninety anything over ninety, and that and you need to be there. You need to be there. So, don't disparage Nikki Haley voters, Donald J. Trump, and your campaign. Please hear me and hear me well. Do not disparage Nikki Haley's voters. I know some of them are Democrats, and they're not going to vote for you anyway. And they do it; they wouldn't vote for Nikki Haley either in a general uh, election. But there are Republicans, Donald J. Trump. You're not getting ninety plus percent of the Republican vote. We can see that in the data. So that's a caution for you. So you need to be appealing to every Republican voter and bring them under your tent. And disparaging Nikki Haley voters is not the way to do it. Now, I, I haven't heard Trump do a lot of that, but I've heard him do a little bit. And I get it. I understand you're in a battle with Nikki, but you're not really in a battle with Nikki. Nikki's not going to win. Ignore her. Ignore her. But make a plea to her voters that you do understand them. Have some humility, Trump. Have some humility. Donald J. Trump, if you just show a little bit of humility, humil- <laughs> if you just show a little bit of humility, if you just make a plea to Nikki Haley voters, listen, you un- tell them you understand why they like her, but you're going to do what you can do to appeal to them. You need to do better, Trump, because when you go into November, you're going to need 90 plus percent of the Republican vote. You're going to need that. So that's my caution to Trump. There's a lot of good news for Trump. But I'm not, I'm not gonna go off in fairyland like a lot of Trump supporters. I'm not gonna boost his ego like a lot of talk show hosts do, or, or other people. Not gonna do that. I will caution Donald J. Trump, and I'm telling you right now, you don't have 90 plus percent of the Republican vote, and you're gonna need it in November. So you need to have some humility, make an appeal to the Nikki Haley voters, make an appeal to every Republican voter out there, every independent, every libertarian. You make an appeal to them. Tell them you understand. You're you're going to do better because you're just focused on making the country better. You're focused on fixing the damage of Joe Biden. Tell them that. Talk policy with them. Don't disparage other Republicans. Don't call people names. You talk to them as a voter and you tell them what you're going to do for the country. You tell them what you're going to do for them. You tell them how you're going to make their life. You're going to get government out of their way. You're going to reverse the BS of Joe Biden. You're going to stop crime in this country by shutting the border and controlling the border. Nobody has a problem with with um, immigrants coming over here legally. But everybody's starting to have a problem with illegals because the criminals are coming over. Ladies and gentlemen, 
and you Democrats out there, you Democrat voters out there, you made fun of Donald Trump. And so many of you came to me. So many. In fact, it wasn't just a month ago. I had another big Democrat asking me, you're Mexican. How can you be for Trump? How can you be against open borders? Easy. Because I know what's coming across those borders. And they're not all good people. And Donald Trump said they're sending their worst. They're sending, they're not sending their best. You're not going to have countries like Venezuela or Honduras or Guatemala. You're not going to have them sending their best over here. They're sending some pretty bad hombres. And that's what Donald Trump said. And Donald Trump was right. And now you've got Venezuelan prisons being emptied. And those people coming here, those criminals are coming here. And the criminals are killing 20-year-old college girls. And you Democrats, you still want to look at me and you still want to make fun of Trump when he said they're sending their worst, they're not sending their best, because Donald J. Trump, once again, was right. Once again, he was right. And you need to have the courage. You need to have the courage to go, okay, an, a 20-year-old college student just lost her life because of a guy criminal that was in this country that had no business of being here. No business being here. That is a reason enough why to elect Donald J. Trump. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, this this death, this killing that this illegal did in Athens, Georgia, it might be the tipping point that puts Trump over the edge and puts Trump in the White House. Because I believe a lot of independents are now looking at this going, holy crap, there's bad people coming across the border. And ladies and gentlemen, these criminals, these gang members that are coming across the border that are committing crimes in this country – they're not even the worst of the worst because there are terrorists here. There are Chinese nationalists coming over. Ladies and gentlemen, do I need to remind you? China is a very, very communist country. China doesn't allow their citizens to just walk out of the country. They will kill you if you leave without permission. So how are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Chinese nationals making it to the border? Because China's letting them get to the border. They're letting them leave the country to come here. So how many of these are operatives? How many of these are Chinese operatives? And if you think they're not, you're out of your mind. If you think these people aren't on the inside of our country planning to do some type of, uh, of, 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 uh, computer takedown to, to get in and, 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 and start infecting viruses into our grid system, into the internet, what if they take the internet down? What if they take a grid down? What if they, they shut down grids around oil plants. They could put this country in a world of hurt real fast. Those are the kind of people that are here right now because of Joe Biden's open border. And then you've got terrorists. You've got terrorists that will strap on a bomb and go blow people to smithereens, even children. And who let them over here? Joe Brandon, dementia patient Biden. So this is on them. This is on the Democrats. That girl's death in Athens, her blood is on Joe Biden's hands. And I'm not afraid to say it. And it's on the Democrat hands. It's on their stupid open border policy. And Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, and you Democrat voters out there, listen to me. Joe Biden said for three and a half years or three and whatever years that there was nothing he could do. He did all he could do to secure the border. Nothing I could do. First, for three years, they told you the border was secure. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Mayorkas all told you the border was secure. Now, all of a sudden, because the polling, we're in an election year, and the polling is showing uh, Biden getting his butt handed to him by Donald J. Trump. Now, all of a sudden, oh, well, we don't have a secure border, and it's Trump's fault. 
Somehow it's the Republicans' fault. So for three years, the Republic, the Democrats and Joe Biden told you the border was secure. Mayorkas told you the border was secure for three years. And now, oh, it's not secure, but, but it's the Republicans' fault. And now Joe Biden, after telling you and the, the, telling all the American people, we, I can't do anything else. I've done all I could do. Now what's he saying? Oh, I might have an executive order I can do. I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, he ain't going to do that executive order. Because then the American people are going to go, well, why didn't you do that two years ago? Why didn't you do it a year ago? Why didn't you do it three years ago? Why did you reverse all of Trump's policies the minute you took office? Because everything Biden did was the reverse of what Donald Trump did. And that allowed killers from Venezuela to come here. And that one killed the girl in Athens. This is on Joe Biden. This is on the Democrats. And this is the issue that just might get Trump over the edge in November. It should. It should. Uh, if you're a voter out there and you care about what happened to this girl in Athens, Georgia, you can't vote for Joe Biden. You got to vote for whoever the Republican nominee is. I don't care if it's Trump, Haley, DeSantis, Vivek Ravaswamy. Don't care. Don't care. Your only choice in November is the Republican Party. And I've got some issues with the Republican Party. We'll talk about Lindsey Graham in just a few. But right now, the party that's going to secure this nation's border, the part, and, and again, that's only, in my opinion, that's really where Trump has his strength. Because the establishment Republican, look, Donald Trump, uh, Ron DeSantis, I have no doubt they would secure the border. Not so sure about Nikki Haley because now she's in bed with too many donors. She's in bed with the uh, chambers of commerce and they don't want the border secure. They don't want the border secure at all. Um, I think Nikki would do a better job and the establishment Republican, any other establishment Republican would semi help the border, but they're never going to shut it down. They're never going to stop the flow of illegals because the, the chambers of commerce, the donors, they want these illegals in here for labor, but there's a better way to do it. There's a better way to do it. And Donald Trump has that better way. And Ron DeSantis has the better way. So they, those two, I'd have no doubt. So, this is why I'm telling you, this issue, the border, it's going to be probably the main issue going into November, and it's going to probably carry Trump across the finish line. And in rightfully so, folks, rightfully so. We can't have college, young college women, or any man either, we can't have them being killed by illegal aliens who shouldn't be in this country. And the only reason they're here is because Joe Brandon, dementia patient Biden, when he was elected, he turned to the world and said, it's open. You can go look it up, folks. Biden said we're not going to deport anybody. Biden said, let me tell you something else, folks. And you can look this up yourself. Joe Biden, as if it was bad enough that he opened the border and is letting criminals come across. And it's bad enough that Venezuela, the, 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 the communist socialist leader in Venezuela emptied his prisons. We know this. Joe Biden knows this. Emptied his prisons. And then sent all the criminals up to the United States border and and in they came. Not only did Joe Biden know this, Joe Biden gave Venezuelan people protective status. So it's bad enough that these criminals are here from Venezuela and they've killed a girl and they've abused children and who knows what else they're doing. Joe Biden, instead of kicking them out, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party gave these people protective status. Let that sink in for a minute, folks. Let that sink in. What can they possibly tell the family 
this this young girl's do, uh, young girl's family in Athens. What can they possibly tell her? You know, the Biden administration issued a statement. Oh, we can't say too much. How dare them? How dare them? It's it's it, this girl's blood in Athens is on Joe Biden, and it's on the Democrats, and it's on the the Democrats in New York who let this man go. It's on them. This man should have never been here in the first place. And he darn sure shouldn't have been here after they caught him. And then they let him go. And then they gave him protective status. This is your Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen. Your Democrat Party of today. And if you can still vote for them, then you really, really, really need to look in the mirror and ask yourself how you can do that. No other issue is important, folks. No social issue is more important. Because if you don't have a country with a border and you don't have a country with law and order, what is your precious little social um, fight or your social issue? What good is it going to be? What good is it going to be when you can't move around freely because of crime? What good is it going to be when you can't make a living because of crime? None of your little social issues will mean a darn thing if you don't have law and order, secure borders, and if you don't have a way to earn a living to take care of yourself and to take care of your family. If you can't do those basic things, if you can't feed yourself, clothe yourself, put a roof over your head, none of your social little issues are going to matter. None. None. So you really, really, I'm just, look some folks, I'm trying to appeal to your sensible side, to your common sense side, to your logical side. I am a first generation American here of Mexican descent. I've seen a lot in other countries. This is the place to be. The United States is great. And we as the citizens of this country should not sit back and ever, ever take mediocrity as an answer. Never. Never take mediocrity as a solution and never, ever, ever let politicians, career politicians who just do you wrong year after year after year. You don't let them keep power. We, the people of this country, we, the people of these United States, we still have a power like nobody else in the world has nobody else. In, and, and listen, I don't care what happened in 2020. I am telling you right now, turnout beats fraud. Turnout beats fraud. Get off your butt. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to neighbors. Talk to them like I'm talking to you. And you get them to go vote. And I don't care if it's Donald Trump. You vote on policy. If it's Nikki Haley, you vote on policy. If it's it's, uh, DeSantis, you vote on policy. The Democrats aren't doing you any favors right now. If you're blue collar, if you're middle class, if you're poor, the Democrats are making your life miserable right now. You wake up and you give somebody else a chance and that other chance is going to be the Republicans right now. Um, I'm just telling you folks, I'm telling you, 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 you gotta be able to be smart enough to better yourself to the people that you vote for and don't ever be married to a party, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ever be married to a party and stop letting people like Lindsey Graham, people like McConnell, people like Pelosi stop People like Joe Biden, stop letting these people die in the halls of Congress. Listen, most of the people in this country between the ages of 65, 70 retire. Most companies in this, in fact, not one company in this country would hire a doddering old fool like Joe Biden. So why on earth 
would you hire him to lead this country? Okay, I can't put it any more simple than that. Take away all the emotions. Take away all the policies. Why on earth, if you've got a company, put yourself in the, just pretend that you own the company that you work for. Would you interview a doddering, dementia-laden fool like Joe Biden and hire him? No, you wouldn't. You know it. You can say it. No, you wouldn't. So why on earth? Would you hire him? Because that's what you're doing when you vote for president. You're hiring somebody to represent all the people of the United States. You're hiring that person to represent and lead the best nation in the world, the free nation, the only real free nation in the world. Well, sort of. But you're hiring that person. Would you hire that doddering old fool Joe Biden to lead this country? No. No, you're not going to hire him to, to run your company. Why would you hire him to run the country? Now, some of you are out there going, oh, but Victor, but Victor, oh, oh, Donald Trump is right behind him. Donald Trump is 70 whatever years old. Yeah, you know what? He is. But Donald Trump doesn't fall upstairs. Donald Trump doesn't stumble off the stage. Donald Trump can complete a sentence. Donald Trump doesn't lose his train of thought when he goes off teleprompter. There's a big difference, ladies and gentlemen, a big difference. Uh, so don't, don't give me this business about, uh, Trump is the same age. Now, if Trump was acting like Biden and if Trump was showing signs of, of dementia, if Trump was showing signs of slowing down, then I would be the first to tell you he's got to go. But he's not. There's a strike, striking difference. This is the reason they're not going to let Joe Biden debate Donald Trump. I mean, I, they might have some experimental medicine that they can give Biden, but I don't know if it's going to work. And they don't want you to see those two side by side because Donald Trump has got all his faculties, faculties firing at 100 percent. And Joe Biden does not. He doesn't, folks. He doesn't. So before we get out of here, I want to say a couple of things about uh, Lindsey Graham. So Donald Trump uh, in South Carolina, when he won big, he gave his uh, victory speech in South Carolina. And we all know Don, that uh, for some reason, the people of South Carolina have elected Lindsey Graham to be their senator. Um, Donald Trump allowed Lindsey Graham to come up on stage. And the, the people, the crowd overwhelmingly booed Lindsey Graham. I was so proud to see that. So proud to see that. Because just because Lindsey Graham is crawling up Donald Trump, but what did I tell you guys? I told you guys this before. Just because Lindsey Graham is crawling up Donald Trump's butt doesn't mean Lindsey Graham supports Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham will be the first to backstab him after he's elected in November, you mark my words. And if you don't believe me, go back, folks, go back to 2015 or 2016. I'm not sure when it was, but go look up Lindsey Graham and what he said on the media and on TV for everyone to see what he said about Donald Trump. He was terrible about Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham never supported Donald Trump in 2016. In fact, I would bet money that he didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016. And I would even say he probably didn't vote for him in 2020. And he's crawling up his butt now because Lindsey Graham wants money and Lindsey Graham wants to be reelected. But in, in, you wait and see, when Donald Trump is reelected in November, it won't be long in 2025 before Lindsey Graham starts pushing amnesty again. You mark my words. And he'll push every spending bill he possibly can. Mark my words, folks. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Locked and loaded. It's coming up next with Raja B. You guys stay tuned next week. We will be back with more. I'm out.
The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.